Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right, I got to make it convincing. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, what y'all doing
Good evening. Have a ill time, a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. As we are now on Pacific Daylight Saving Time. At least, that is the story here in Vancouver. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Boobies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's aiming to be spring-like community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unceded Musqueam territory. Yes, we've updated the wattage as we finally look at the science behind our license. This is unceded Musqueam territory here. And from the student nest on campus, our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south. West Pass Point Gray and across the Salish Sea, where our frequency battles wits with our friends CFUV over the University of Victoria, and our signal continues east past Langley deep into the Fraser Valley. Telesoptic subscribers, you're tuning in on channel 7023, at least in Western Canada, because that is the level of research I've done based on my travels. Otherwise, in all these places, Everywhere else the internet takes you. We are on the web, www.citr.ca. My name is Gak, and I'll be pursuing all manners of interesting sounds for the next two hours. So strap yourselves in. There's a cortege that's going to be driving by here. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live right now. 604-822-2487. It is the phone number you have not heard in quite some time. Partly because our focus for the most recent history here has been on FunDrive. I'll give you an update with what I know since the phone lines shut down soon enough. If you do call, keep it short and sweet to the point. Do relate it to the show. You can email anytime radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name. On Twitter at 100air. I uh, just put a tweet giving a preview of what is going on for the next little while. On Instagram, it is myopicman. And yes, our phone lines, at least pertaining to the UBC unit number, are closed. They were closed midnight. Friday, March 8th, though the website remains active for the next little while. So if you did not donate already, or if you found a couple more dollars to head our way, just go to citr.ca slash donate. I'm going to say that's the final week it is operating, since I did see March 15th as a deadline of sorts. So our goal was $40,000. It still remains as such. And according to the website with our live thermometer, along with our illustrious wall, we have raised $23,442 thus far. 
I don't know if the finale that happened is incorporated into that yet. So, we're still a few dollars shy. But for those of you who have donated already, we humbly and graciously thank you. We appreciate all the efforts that you've provided to help the station make its next milestones. The money that we've raised so far, we can definitely reach some of it. Not all of them. But if you do have a few bucks to spare and you missed out on all the excitement over the past week and change, citr.ca slash donate. So yes, kind of feels like spring in the air and that it's not snowing for once, but yeah, it's a cold rain, so it's our typical winter, but the hopes are that we can reboot what we experienced in January. Good news is the long-term forecast indicates, hey, double digits. So we could actually feel like how we normally are, but in due course, winter will end. Just lingering a bit longer than expected, and I did not have to pull out any of my shamanic powers as of yet. Since film award season is done, it's time to catch up on some of the events in the worlds of movies and music, so the next few weeks will involve various profiles to the recently deceased. But I may mix things up, just not to feel like an obituary section of a newspaper. And this week we'll focus on a composer we've profiled in the past, actually recently as well too, Michel Legrand. French composer. Exploding Head Movies has done a profile on the Thomas Crown affair recently, but I'm going to go with two scores for sure, along with a smattering of other elements. Perhaps his most famous musical from 1963, The Umbrellas of Cherbourg. And then his final score, at least what we're aware of thus far since it was kind of done in secret. The jazzy music from the long in production and finally out from Orson Welles who died almost, bad math, 35 years ago. But movie The Other Side of the Wind came out a few months ago. So we'll talk about that. In the background, this is Niles From, and this is the title track to his 2018 album All Melody. Wonderful German pianist and composer, works with wondrous loops, excellent instruments, and he's in town tonight at the Orpheum. Doors are already open, so if you have your tickets already, you should be on your way there. Everything's starting at 8 o'clock. Otherwise, tickets are still available for $50, $50 or so. Probably a little bit more or whatever you can find on the sidewalk. Do check it out. I've seen them once before. Outstanding hypnotic music. Sometimes he even plays the piano strings with toilet brushes. The song we heard before I started blathering is K.H. with the officially sanctioned release of his DJ set favorite, Only Human. Initially created a year or two ago upon the initials, K.H. being Kieran Hebden, otherwise known as Fortet, hearing the Nelly Furtado song Afraid at Home, and then he cut one of the vocal lines out as a sample. And last week, thanks to the legendary London nightclub Ministry of Sound, the Portuguese-Canadian singer Furtado authorized clearance of the sample, and the single was released. And KH is what Hebden uses for his dancier tunes, as opposed to his experimental-influenced DJ pop works of his own name. Curious to see what actually he does come up with next after his 2017 release, involving questions. 
But before Only Human, we heard John E. Davis's theme to the 90s teen primetime soap opera Beverly Hills 90210. Oddly enough, if you caught the series when it debuted in the 90s, it was not the original theme for the first few episodes, which is a lot calmer as it depicted the Walsh family moving from Minnesota to the Los Angeles area code. Beverly Hills 90210 was created by Aaron Spelling. As he tried to get Degrassi Jr. High up here in Canada down into the States, but he created the show featuring all manners of teens at a fictional high school. And within weeks, it was a massive hit. It was on the air for 10 years, and there was at least two spin-offs, at least one reboot so far. And the original show featured the odd performance by bands like Early the Flaming Lips, Maroon 5 back when they were known as Kara's Flowers, The Cardigans, they somehow featured the Cramps. Might have to dig up that episode. They introduced folks to people like North Vancouver's Jason Priestley, Shannon Doherty, and relative to artists Luke Perry as loner Dylan McKay. Perry died last Monday, so despite initial plans for just a simple acknowledgement of him, I did get a couple suggestions from regular listeners to come up with a little set, which somehow does not include local band The Courtney's and their awesome song 90210. We'll head to L.A. first off with Giant Drag, band headed up by Annie Hardy. And from the 2013 release, Waking Up is Hard to Do. This is Giant Drag with 90210. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies live from the realms of Studio A of that zippy little station that you know and love is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
BCMC member Sean Luang played in the Rockies for years before moving to Vancouver. Come hear about the highlights of his adventures in the Rockies, including alpine climbing in the Boogaboos, trad climbing on Mount Yamnuska, skiing in the Baoyoho Traverse, ice climbing in Banff National Park, and summiting Mount Robson. Join us on March 12th at the Anza Club Vancouver. Doors open at 7 p.m., 19 plus only, and everyone is welcome. More information is available on our website, bcmc.ca. sold out of roads and remember a week or so before that that ice storm that went through Tennessee while the whole violet crop froze and I remember during the song and I said hey Vic do you suppose <laughs> if 
Tina doesn't mind You'd be my valentine for a minute He said no go airwolf but first off from atlanta that was smoke of 1994's heaven on a popsicle stick that was luke's feet smoke was a band headed up by a mysterious man by the name simply known as benjamin turns out it was the alias of robert dickerson gay rock and roller part of the cabbage town scene and even from the age of nine was dressing up as a woman and uh Going out on the sidewalk with a towel over his head. Went to New York, cleaned up at CBGB, and literally cleaned up. He was responsible for clearing the broken glass of the various pints and bottles of that legendary club. But before going back to Georgia, and he formed Smoke. Definitely a bit of a Tom Waits junkyard vibe there. He was the subject of a documentary in 2000 called Benjamin Smoke. And Benjamin died in 1999 tied to hepatitis C after liver failure at the age of 39. One of the other members of Smoke died from a heroin overdose in 2014, and two of the surviving members formed another band, definitely more on the cello and percussion side. They're called Hubcap City. Wonderful discovery by one of the listeners out in Swanson. So thank you, Mr. Smithhurst, for that. And yes, Luke's feet referring to Luke Perry... Along with being Dylan from Beverly Hills 90210, he appeared in the original film version of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He was one of the early guest stars as himself on The Simpsons. And recently you saw him as Archie's dad in the very 90210-inspired The Way Darker, kind of like Baywatch Nights, Riverdale. Perry died from complications of a massive stroke, suffered at his home in L.A. last Monday, March 4th. He was only 52 years old. There's talk of another reboot of 90210 to appear on CBS this summer with some of the original cast. At this point, I don't know if Perry's involved there. Behind me, this is Ed Starrick with his version of Sylvester LeVay's theme to the 80s action TV series, Airwolf, which you can find on Synthesizer Greatest, Volume 4. Airwolf is a story about a small independent government contractor with a high-tech helicopter that would do crime-fighting. Sometimes working for the CIA, sometimes working against them. Starred Jan Michael Vincent for the first three seasons. Basically his best known role. He had difficulty working afterwards due to his alcohol and drug abuse. Multiple drunk driving accidents left him injured. He died of a heart attack February 10th this year at the age of 73. It was only announced a few days ago. Did you know that Jason Priestley, one of his early roles was in Airwolf? In the final season, when they got canceled by CBS and they needed Canadian funding, 
and all new actors. He played the grandson of a bobster. Now, this next set also features some people who recently shuffled off this mortal coil. And we'll go to North Carolina with the band Let's Active. Primarily known as the project for Mitch Easter, better known for his production work for early REM, along with bands like Pylon, Helium, Pavement, and Suzanne Vega, amongst others. Definitely encompassing what we associate with the Southern College variety of sound of the 80s. And the original version of Let's Active, which formed in 1981, featured his then-romantic partner, Faye Hunter, on bass, and then on drums, a then-17-year-old Sarah Romweaver. Romweaver recorded on the debut a foot EP and then the 1984 album Cypress before she left. She co-founded the group Snatches of Pink and performed with her brother as the Dex Romweaver duo. She was a key part of the Winston-Salem art scene, and various local artists highlighted how important she was, both as a player and as a person. Let's say without her, Super Chunk may have had some issues, and then subsequently, I think, Mountain Goats. Sarah Walmreber was announced dead March 5th after dealing with a brain tumor. She was 55 years old. From their debut EP, 1983's Afoot, featuring Ron Weaver on drums here. This is Let's Active's biggest hit. And man, the apostrophes are being slung there. This is Every Word Means No. <laughs>
Women in Science Club provides support for female undergraduates in science fields. Our club has three pillars, mentorship, building community, and connecting people. We offer networking events with alumni, professional development workshops, as well as an ongoing mentorship program to support students through challenges that arise for women pursuing careers in science. This next song is scored a 71.25 on the Eugene Yatsky scale. It is on the boat. Thank you. 
from the 1981 album The Dude. That was one of the songs that features regular soul singer James Ingram on vocals in his recording debut, 100 Ways. The Dude is one of the legendary Quincy Jones albums. Came out in between two of the cues. Production works for Michael Jackson between Off the Ball and Thriller. Both pertain to what's going on here. A hundred ways. One hundred ways, not just a hundred. One hundred ways. James Ingram came to L.A. from Akron, Ohio. He was part of the band Revelation Funk, who you probably saw in the Rudy Ray Moore film Dolomite. And Ingram also played keyboards for Ray Charles for a little while, but he was a demo singer, whereby producers would have a person sing a song intended for someone else to hear, then record their own version for release. And Ingram was a key call-up for the queue for many recordings, and based on 100 Ways, wound up getting his own record contract. And from the dude, Ingram actually got several Grammy nominations, and he won for 100 Ways for Best Male Vocal Performance. Appeared on SCTV, duetted with Patty Austin with the yacht rock ballad Baby Come To Me. Co-wrote Michael Jackson's Pretty Young Thing off a thriller with the cue. Duetted with Michael McDonald on Yeah, Moby there. Sang the Oscar-nominated theme to An American Tale with Linda Ronstadt, which you know is somewhere out there. Ingram was a busy dude. And alas, he died January 29th this year after a long battle with brain cancer at the age of 66. At some point, this episode was going to have four Ingram songs for you, but we'll keep it simple for now. We'll have to question having a little Michael Jackson involved in future shows based on how things are. I keep also hearing inklings of demand, though, for yet another Yacht Rock episode as a sequel to what we had last year, so I'll see what I could swing for you once it is sailing weather again. My name's Gak. This is Exploding Hemu. here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Somehow, vestiges of daylight remain as part of daylight saving time. In the background, this is Vancouverite Steve Dawson, although he calls Nashville home, which is appropriate for this song here. From his most recent album, 2018's Lucky Hand, this is Little Harpeth, talking about one of the rivers running in Tennessee. He calls Nashville home now, alternates between instrumental vocal albums, and Lucky Hand is his first instrumental album since 2014's Rattlesnake Cage. Up next, well, another set that I looked at briefly and just quickly cur- curtailed. Well, it was Gak's birthday last week. Got old last Wednesday, but mostly sick. So whatever partying was just happened on the couch. And yes, still sort of am. We have cold-induced tinnitus still lingers, and it sucks. So, Friends sent a Tim Heidecker song with my age in the title, but I opted for this weirder San Francisco gem to share with you. Tonight, going back to 2004's Here Comes the Monolith. This is the Monolith. Not a heavy metal band by the name, but the Monolith nonetheless. This is 43.
The Vancouver International Women in Film Festival is back for its 14th celebration of cinema created by women from around the world. Running from March 5th to 10th at Vivvan City Theatres, the festival offers a variety of programming for filmmakers and the community alike. Go for the film screenings and stay for the parties, panels, discussions, workshops, artist talks, and more. Tickets are on sale now. Visit womeninfilm.ca for full details. Unloved. And off their second album, which came out in 2019, called Heartbreak. That was Devil's Angels. Unloved is the trio of Northern Irish DJ David Holmes, 
probably best known for doing his music and curation for the Ocean's Eleven or the Ocean's heist films with George Clooney and Brad Pitt. I should do another profile on him soon, based on some of his other movie music. Also joined by vocalist and songwriter Jade Vincent and her partner, the producer-composer Kifis Shiancia. Known for his collaborations with T-Bone Burnett, Jeff Bridges on his Sleeping Tapes release, and then doing the soundtrack for the HBO series True Detective. Heartbreak continues on with their love of 60s girls groups, French pop, film noir, and the jaded side of the Laurel Canyon, California AM gold scene. Wonderful moody stuff. I'd expect no less from Holmes. And then seeing a Shincha involved with this. Yeah, I have to actually dig it back and look for that previous album they put out. Behind me, this is Astrolope, and off of 2018's Space Boy release through the Plutoid label. This is the punctuation mark, the colon, and then the capital letter D, otherwise known in Emoji Land as the Big Smile with teeth. Wonderful stuff. Need to see what he's been up to as of late. One thing to bring attention to you, if you are a local musician or artist, the Lido Residency Program is back. If you know the Lido, at 518 East Broadway near Fraser, they're reintroducing their music residency program as presented by Warm Notice. And this is a paid opportunity for women, non-binary, and marginalized... Oh, I said something. There's no and yet, sorry. Women, non-binary, marginalized, or people of color musicians for artistic and professional development. First available slot is for this April, so next month. The deadline to apply is this Sunday, March 17th. So the full list of services available with the submission form are available online via the Warm Notice Instagram, which is at Warm Notice, or then the Lido at the underscore L-I-D-O. Instagram seems to be the preferred social medium as of late, despite various UI handicaps, but I can tell you outright, it's the closest thing I trust right now with what Facebook and Twitter are up to, despite what happened with the messaging service. I'm on Instagram. It is myopic man. But yes, Lido Residency Program, as presented by Warm Notice. The Lido is an excellent venue. Definitely look into it. A lot of things are made available to you. Excellent services. Warm hosts. Should be a fine time around. Now playing in town this week are Actors. And MRG Concerts presents an Actors Tour kickoff along with special guests Boot Blacks and Spectres. So it should be definitely a dark night out. And that will be Friday, March 15th at the Biltmore Cabaret. Please bear in mind, as an early show, doors are at 7. Tickets start at $13, which you can get at eventbrite.com. Or them physically at Red Cat on Main or Red Cat on Hastings. Please bear in mind, it is a 19 and older show. We're going to dig up one of the older songs that actors put out in 2014 and then follow up with a solo project by one of the members from 2014. Here's the A-side to a single. This is Actors with Like. The letter U, Want, the number two.
Thursday from 11 p.m. till midnight for copy and paste with your host Tim, aka Autonomy, the very best in underground dance music. When we do this, hello, hello, boy, this is exciting. Explode and head moish.
Leathers. And with a single that came out last month, that was Phantom Hearts. Leathers is the dark wave dream of visual artist and musician Shannon Hemmett. One quarter of actors whom we heard before with Like You Want To. Again, MRG Concerts presents actors as they kick off a tour. It goes places. And joining them on stage will be guests, boot blacks, and specters. This is Friday, March 15th, so at the end of this week at the Biltmore Cabaret. Doors at 7. Tickets start at $13, plus the appropriate service charges. And again, you can get them at Red Cat on Main, Red Cat on Hastings, or online at eventbrights.com. It is a 19 and older show. Now, the background, this is Plains Apparition. And off of the 2018 release, Adrift, this is Lost in Time. My name is Gak. This is Exploding Hemus here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. I am threatening at some point to do a show full of purely spa music. It's going to be definitely very new agey and soothing. We'll see. Maybe I have to fill in for Mantra one day to fully soak up the vibes. How you normally expect to start your Mondays, but I am not the dictator of how you govern your week. Up next... Some recent music coming from a point of loss. Now, when the Estonian artist Maria Minerva moved to the States, she didn't have a driver's license, so through Not Not Fun with an association with 100% Silk, both great labels out of California, they introduced her to Shirushi. And uh, Shirushi basically drove around as part of touring, and uh, they bonded over their love of weird house music. They worked on various songs for its release, but... Trushi was one of the 36 who died in the ghost ship warehouse fire in Oakland back in 2016. Since then, Minerva has worked with Trushi's boyfriend to go over the demos that were recorded to complete their music. And a self-titled EP came out just a few days ago. And it features recordings over the years, mostly completed, but some needed a little bit of work. And uh, the 100% Silk label put this Alea release out. The song actually originally came out in 2015 on a Chirushi single that's still available through Bandcamp, but you can find this on the Chirushi and Maria Minerva EP. This will be Thin Line.
You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkamenum-speaking Musqueam people.
I know I mentioned this last time, but my show actually probably is already voted to New Age and Spa music already, so what? How is it going to be any different than usual? Anyways, we just heard Powder, and the song was Gifts, off the debut mix from the Beats in Space label. Label's been kicking around since 2011, but uh, for the first time, it's not putting out just a single artist's music, but a mix. Mixtape is conveniently called Powder in Space, hopefully not confusing at all. Beats in Space, originally a WNYU program hosted by uh, DJ Tim Sweeney, a long-standing source of inspiration to me. Curious Aries airs Tuesdays, 10.30 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern. And Powder is the alias of Moko Shibata, otherwise known as Momoko Goto. During the day, she works in the accounting department of a Shuibuya-based technology company. And that's in one of the western districts of Tokyo. She's unable to listen to music at work. She has no window while she's doing data entry. But over the past few years, Moko's garnered plenty of cred for her deep listening mixes as she works at home, listens to music at lunch. She has two new songs in Powder in Space, along with Gift. There's another barn burner I need to devote some time to. And behind me, also from Japan, this is Phew. The song is Signal, offered 1981 self-titled release. It's the alias of Hiromi Moritani. And I really should not be speaking over this, but here we are. Former member of the punk band Aunt Sally, collaborated with Ryushi Sakamoto. On other tracks, while in few, she worked with members of the cosmic music band Can. Not too kraut Rocky, as it were, but still glorious in that early 80s austerity. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are out this week, and there are plenty in contrast to last week. As for new media... The Aftermath, scored by Martin Phipps, is coming out through Fox Music. And then Matt Morton provides the score to the documentary Apollo 11. It's supposed to be quite wonderful. That's coming out through Milan Records. Should dig that up and hopefully catch that. Since we're approaching the 50-year anniversary of Man Landing on the Moon. Antonio Pinto provided the score to The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. That's coming out through Lakeshore Records. And Lakeshore Records is also where Brian Tyler... And Brett and Vivian's music from Five Feet Apart are coming out. Captive State, soundtrack by Rob Simonson's coming out through Sony Classical. And hey, Lakeshore Records is back again. They're releasing Michael Brooks' score from Giant Little Ones. Matthew Herbert provides the music for Gloria Bell. That's coming out through Milan Records. Thomas Newman provides the score to The Highwaymen. That's coming out through Sony Classical. M83, haven't heard from them in a while, provides the music to Knife and Heart. Not sure where that's coming out through, but I believe digitally in one way or another. If you caught Captain Marvel, the score is done by Pinar Toprak. She also provided the music to Krypton. That's coming out through the Restless Hour Band. Otherwise, on Netflix, Triple Frontier, scored by Rich Reland, otherwise known as Disaster Beast. That's coming out through Milan Records. And uh, let's go to the re-releases now. There's a limited edition of 500 copies of Richard Band's score to Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Did I type this in right? I hear Dr. Heckle and Mr. Hype, so maybe this was a spoof, or I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe that's coming out the Dragon's Domain Records. Piero Piccione provides the score to La Cita Prigioniera. It's coming out the Digit soundtracks. Versus Sarabands releasing Basil Polidurus's Lonesome Dove soundtrack again. Canadian fans... Claude Foissy's score 
to the horror of Ponte Pools coming up through Terrorvision. And Louis Bakalov's score to Asi Puofare, amigo, coming up through Big Digit Movies. Let's head to Quebec next year as we get French words as we slowly get to Michel Legrand, even though I don't really have time to be slow, but here we are. Les Louanches, it's the alias of Montreal's Vincent Roberge. He's getting a South by Southwest this week in Austin, Texas, along with some other Quebecois contingent as part of a pop Montreal profile. From 2018's La Nuit est une panthère. The night is a panther. This is Les Louanges. Sorry, Les Louanges. It's not Les Louanges. Les Louanges avec Tercel. C'est pas la fin du monde, mais sans Même si on y arrive pas à la fin de la semaine On ira faire un tour de char Dans ta terre, celle 96 Popper les chaînes de trottoir Caler les bières cheap step Se retrouver au terrain de baseball Claquer tout ce qui nous reste C'est pas la fin du monde, mais ça, même si on y arrive pas à la fin de la semaine. On ira faire un tour de char dans ta terre, c'est le 96. On joue à même les seuls. Toute seule, ouais. Feedback que le 6 Vague de chaleur trempée dans nos chandails Tympan percé par les cymbales Ramé jusqu'à l'autre bord du fleuve Retour au bercail Passé au travers du cachet Tout mis ça dans le taxi puis la boréale J'ai vomi sur le tapis Je suis pas trop où on s'en va Je m'en fais pas trop de toute façon C'est pas la fin du monde Mais sans même si on y arrive pas à fin de la semaine Oh, 
Song title translates as Opium Skin of 2018's Incelico was Couteau Papillon with Poe d'Opium. Butterfly Knife, which meant when I was Googling what was going on, saw a lot of stuff. I wasn't sure what's happening. Couteau Papillon is a Montreal quintet of Philippe Lachance, Linda Lutinger. Doing my Montreal Expo baseball player walk-up. Uh, Sarah Breitkritz, Pierre-Marc Lemire, and Gabriel Franck. Wonderful stuff. In the background, this is the Swingle Singers, with their version of part of Johann Sebastian Bach's Well-Tempered Clavier. This is prelude number seven in E-flat major off of the 1966, 1964 album, Going Baroque. The lead soprano of the Swingle Singers is Christian Legrand, 
sister of Michel Legrand, with whom she worked on for the Umbrellas of Cherbourg. She also did some of the dubbing for the French Mary Poppins, had to look up exactly what she had done, because Mary Poppins was portrayed by Eliane Thibault, so I think she did some of the other women actors. We'll get some umbrellas, or les parapluies, la parapluie, les parapluies. Umbrellas of Sherberg will come up in Legrand. But let's embrace the umbrella part here with another Montreal act, Stars. The latest is 2017's There Is No Love in Fluorescent Light, but we'll go off their second EP going back to 2001 off of Le Grand Magistrie from the comeback EP. A bit of an ode to London and sort of what our weather's like right now. This is Stars with the Aspidistrophiles. Then we'll follow up with another family connection to Michel Legrand. Then we'll get another French song. Then we'll get into profile proper.
Are you looking for a volunteer opportunity that fits your schedule? Being a big sister takes less time than you think, and you can choose the volunteer opportunity that fits your life. Spend just one hour a week as a study buddy, tutor, or two hours a week as a big sister. Check out the various mentoring programs at Big Sisters of BC Lower Mainland and find a volunteer position and a little sister that will suit you to a T. Visit bigsisters.bc.ca for more information today. Something to hold. 
Beach House, off of the most recent album, last year's Seven, that was Black Car. And behind me, this is Michelle Legrand, off of 1968's soundtrack to the Thomas Crown Affair. This song is also Beach House. Pourquoi? Pretty appropriate, because I will tell you, Victoria Legrand, who is one half of Beach House, is the niece of Michelle Legrand. So I'm not sure if she named the act based on this piece, but bit of apt synchronicity there, kismet. Uh, Beach House, the band, is actually going to be touring again, getting as close as Seattle come May. Aside from that, it's mostly North America, Europe, and bits of Australia and New Zealand. All right, let me load up a couple things here, then we'll get into our Legrand Michelle profile. En propre. Hey everyone, this is Nicole from UBC Heart and Stroke Foundation Club. Here at HSF, we aim to promote health and wellness, provide financial and volunteer support for the Heart and Stroke Foundation of BC and Yukon, and foster interest in cardiovascular disease research. If you want to be part of an amazing community of heartthrobs, learn more at www.ubchsf.com. Have a sustainable idea? Want to be more involved with environmentalism on campus? Need funding to host a green event? Then reach out to the Student Environment Center for funding, helpers, and advice on how to make your sustainable ideas a reality. Contact us. Do it. Our Facebook page is UBC Student Environment Center. Give it a like. Also, come check out the free store in room 2102 on the second floor of the AMS Student Nest. Free? Free. Free? Free. 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 That's right. It's a free store. So quietly, 
from the soundtrack to the 1962 film Cleo de Sanc Asset. That was Michel Legrand Piano. Agnes Varda on something and then sung by Corinne Marchand with it translates from France as the player, La Joueuse. Tied into recent films, Cleo actually provided the name for the character Cleo in Alfonso Cuaron's Netflix film and three Oscar winner Roma. But Cleo de Sanc Asset, directed and written by Agnes Varda, legendary French New Wave director, and you might have seen her at the 2018 Academy Awards with guerrilla artist J.R. for the film Faces, Places. A story about a singer waiting to hear results of a medical test to confirm whether she has cancer or not. So the idea with the film is it's played out in real time as she waits. Now we'll get into our first of two Michel Legrand soundtrack profiles here in Exploding Head Movies. Michel Legrand, composer, arranger, conductor, and jazz pianist. Very prolific. Wrote over 200 film and television scores. Won his first Oscar for The Windmills of Your Mind from the Thomas Crown Affair, which we profiled last year on Exploding Head Movies. But we'll devote our first profile on his famous musical, Les Parapluies de Cherbourg, The Umbrellas of Cherbourg. And behind me, this is... Perry and Kingsley's Moog take of Legrand's theme. And Le Parapluie de Cherbourg was directed by Jacques Demy, Agnes Varda's then-husband from 1964. It starred Catherine Deneuve and Nino Castelnuovo with a story about a daughter of an umbrella store boutique in Normandy falling in love with an auto mechanic before the Algerian War calls, and they're separated. And in true French style, things go wrong. It's the middle film of a trilogy by Demi about romance. It started in 1961 with Lola and ended in 1967 with The Young Girls of Roquefort. For The Umbrellas of Sherberg, it is a musical where everything is sung, even the little bits of dialogue where it's like, hello, how are you? Do you have the milk? It just keeps going on like that. Those aren't the actual lyrics for the record. And um, Danielle Lacari actually sings as Deneuve as the umbrella girl Genevieve Emery, and then Jose Bartel sings in for Castelnuovo as the mechanic Guy Fouché. I'm going to avoid the big hits that we associate with I Will Wait For You and Watch What Happens. So we'll go with at least uh, two little numbers here before we get into our next little profile. From Les Parapluies de Cherbourg, Michel Legrand here, along with the aforementioned Lacari and Bartel, starting off at Aunt Elise's place. Chez Tante Elise. C'est toi, Guy. Bonsoir, Tante Elise. Bonsoir, mon garçon. Comment vont les jambes Très bien, mon garçon. Qu'est-ce que tu trafiques autant encore Mais j'ai faim. Tu vas te couper l'appétit. Je fais ce qui me plaît. Reste tranquille, 
Et viens me parler Je n'ai pas beaucoup de temps Tu parais bien dissipé Je sors ce soir Seul Ça ne te regarde pas Si ça me regarde Avec une jeune fille Que tu aimes Ça se pourrait Dis-moi la vérité Oui je l'aime Qu'est-ce que tu as Tu pleures Mais non Mais si je le vois bien C'est parce que tu restes seul Je ne suis pas seul J'ai mes livres Madeleine viendra pour ma piqûre Elle me tiendra compagnie alors c'est quoi C'est peut-être le bonheur qui me rend triste Mais c'est bête Laisse-moi brute, tu me décoiffes Bonsoir Guy Bonsoir Madeleine Tu es triste Non, toi tu as l'air Ça se voit Oui All right, two cues from the umbrellas of Schaberg. First off with Chez Tantelis, and then Laguerre, or The Station. 
And as a background, this is Eric Bershow with his take of the theme. A lot of this can be found on the Jacques Demy and Michel Legrand complete edition compilation covering, I don't know how many dozens of CDs, but uh, quality release from 2013. And based on the music from the Umbrellas of Sherberg, along with the ultra-vivid colorful photography, the film is quite popular, along with its uh, kind of heartbreaking ending. It was adapted into English as a stage play in 1979. There's been various touring productions since then. At least for the film itself, it won the Palme d'Or at Cannes in 1964. Nominated for Best Foreign Language Film in 1965, and then nominated again. Sorry, that's tied to the Oscars in 1965. Then in 1966, it was nominated for four other Oscars, so I don't know how many films get nominated for two years in a row, but I think it's based on the release cycle. Including Best Original Score, Best Song with I Will Wait For You, which some of you might know from the tear-jerking Futurama episode Jurassic Bark, Best Adapted Score, so both original and adapted, and then Best Original Screenplay. From here, we'll segue now into a recent, and to the point, I think it's the final Michelle Legrand score, and it's for an Orson Welles film that was finally released a couple months ago, The Other Side of the Wind, starring John Huston, Peter Bogdanovich, an experimental mockumentary about the last day of the life of an aging Hollywood director as he hosts a screen party for his unfinished film. A film within a film narrative, rapid cutting, multiple caricatures of various people, either directly in Hollywood, tied to film criticism. Highly intense. You think about how it was done with analog film editing. Originally filmed from 1970 to 1976, and Wells kept working on it until his death in 1985. And there's been various attempts to complete it based on his copious notes. But it truly didn't start in earnest as a release until 2014 with Bogdanovich, along with producer Frank Marshall, who also appeared in the film 40 years prior to that, stepped in and got something working through Netflix. Legrand worked with Wills before on 1973's F for Fake, and he secretly worked on scoring at The Other Side of the Wind since December 2017, and he worked with a Belgian orchestra and the jazz ensemble later in Paris. Although at the time of the jazz recording, Legrand was in the hospital with pneumonia, but somehow this panned out quite nicely, and I'll talk about his comments afterwards. So, from the recent Orson Welles film, The Other Side of the Wind, here's Michel Legrand. With chapter seven, chapitre set.
From the score to the other side of the wind, Michelle Legrand starting off with Chapter 7 before the orchestra and the trumpet comes in with Les Deliquins, the delinquents as it were. Legrand had an interview with Variety upon the release of The Other Side of the Wind, and he indicated that uh, he was asking himself constantly, how would have Orson have reacted? The very subject of the film touched him, the idea, the passage of time, the renewal of inspiration. He was proud to be a link between the two Wells films, after Fake being the previous one. He took it as a gift from Orson through the clouds, as it were. I caught The Other Side of the Wind last week, since it is on Netflix. There's an associated documentary about it, how it was made. I can't even begin to recap the full story since it involves, you know, sheiks and other people who held the rights to the film for a while. And, of course, there were concerns from lawsuits from people who were kind of lampooned as well. And then the estate was involved as well. But in the end, somehow... Over 100 hours of film footage was waited through to come up with a two-hour film. And yeah, this is before any real technology available. Doing it digitally and editing is easy. This is back in the time where you actually had to cut the film, the negatives themselves, and stitch it together. Michel Legrand died January 26th this year at the age of 86. He had won three Oscars, once for uh, Windmills and Mine from 1968 to the Thomas Crown Affair, and then two original scores, 1971's Summer of 42, and the 1983 Barbara Streisand film Yentl. Big part of the music scene, be it classical, be it jazz, be it for film, he touched upon it all. And that'll tie into a theme that we talk about next week with another French composer. Anyways, that's it for Exploding Hit Movies this week. Coming up in about five minutes' time or so, it is The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. So if you've liked some of the music you've heard in the past little while, he's got the straight goods for three hours. So stay tuned to midnight on CITR for the rest of your daylight saving time in the evening. If you missed any of this week's episode, go to www.citr.ca. Look up Exploding Head Movies there. You'll see the play sheet of what had happened. You can catch up on that show. Or if you missed part of it, start from the beginning. Skip the parts you didn't want to hear. You always got to catch up on the past shows as well, too. You can email RadioFreeGack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name. On Twitter, at 100air. And on Instagram, Myopic Man. So next week, we're going to talk about André Prévin. Another great film scorer, musician all around. Touching on many genres as well. And as the soundtracks go, I'm leaning towards Valley of the Dolls. Partly because I'm finally going to try to tackle the all-psychedelic episode tied it to its nutty sequel, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Although with uh, yet another monkey dying... I might dig up some of the music from Head as well, so we'll see. Maybe I'll look through the original TV series. They tend to monkey around as the theme goes. Otherwise, April Fool's is coming up, and it is on Monday again, so instead of pulling the wool over your eyes this time, 
It's just going to be a whole bunch of weird songs that don't fit into a theme otherwise. But we'll try to concoct something, but it's not going to be pleasant listening. I'm going to warn you that. Behind me, this is Gordon Gradina. And from last year's The Marrow Project, this is the title track to an album called Ejdeha. I have to keep an eye on what Gradina's up to because he's always putting on a show, whether as himself or as part of Peregrine Falls or maybe he's backing Dan Mankin. We're going to close with one more Michelle Legrand song. And this features lyrics by Alan and Marilyn Bergman, who also did the words for The Windmills Ear of Mine from The Thomas Crown Affair. The original version of this song appeared in the 1969 film The Happy Ending. It was sung by Michael Dees. And it was nominated for an Oscar, but lost to Braindrops Keep Falling on My Head from Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. And we hear a cover from the Netherlands, Laura Figui. And in 1997, she did an album, all of his music. Watch what happens when Laura Figui meets Michelle Legrand. This is her take of what are you doing the rest of your life. Thanks for listening to Exploding Head Movies this week. As I said earlier, Fundrive donation website is still up. So if you did not donate yet, go to citr.ca slash donate. Give us a few bucks. It'll help us out. Thank you. See you next week. What are you doing the rest of your life? North and south and east and west of your life I have only one request of your life That you spend it all with me Seasons and the times of your days All the nickels and the dimes of your days Let the reasons and the rhymes of your days All begin and end with me Sleep in your eyes. It 